2: Recorded live. The Lord me sing it out, children of God.
1: Amen. The Lord bless you,
0: children of God. We greet each of you once again in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ, our soon-coming King. He is King of kings and Lord of lords. And we thank God that he is not just our Lord, but he is also our Savior. For the Bible tells us that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess That Jesus Christ is Lord. Well, every knee that bows is not going to be saved, but and every tongue that confesses that Jesus Christ is Lord is not going to be saved. But we—he is not only our Lord, children of God, but He is our Savior. Thank Him today for who He is and all that He has done to us, through us, and for us. God is good. And he is worthy to be praised. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know that we are working on our most recent topic entitled, First, Seek Counsel of the Lord. First, seek counsel of the Lord. So many times in life, uh, we run into unnecessary problems, unnecessary relationships, unnecessary uh, hang-ups, trials, and tests because We don't first seek counsel of the Lord. God is encouraging someone today to first seek counsel of the Lord. We looked at Capital A in our outline on yesterday, uh, Wisdom in a King. And we thank God for uh, the understanding that it is very important for those who are in authority, those who are in leadership positions, uh, to have wisdom. This is why we are instructed in God's Word to pray for kings and to pray for those in authority because uh, leaders uh, often receive very, very serious and very, very uh, difficult uh, attacks from the supernatural realm. That's, that's who the adversary will often launch his attack against, his leaders. Because if he can get the leaders, then the body will follow. You say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? The attack in the garden was not so much on the serpent, not so much on the woman, as it was an attack on Adam. Because Adam, placed as the head, placed in a position of leadership in the garden, once the adversary got him to, uh, to disobey God, everything else in creation fell. So we have to keep our leaders in prayer, because they are over uh, they affect so so many lives. Once Adam ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the Bible says the eyes of both of them were open. The eyes of both of them did not come open when the woman ate from the tree. The eyes of both of them did not come when the serpent was uh, talking to the woman about eating from the tree. But once Adam, the leader, the head. Created in the image and likeness of God, disobeyed God, all of creation failed. And here we are today, children of God, thousands and thousands of years later, still feeling the ramifications of the fall of our great ancestor, Adam. But we thank God that through Jesus Christ, restoration is taking place.
2: And and and. Uh,
0: reconciliation and oneness through Christ. Wisdom in a king. So we looked yesterday at 1 Kings chapter 22 verse 5, Jehoshaphat and it brings us on down to uh, number 2 under capital A in our outline. Uh, We're going to take a look at 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse 8. Saints prepare to be blessed today in the name of Jesus. Make sure that you have your notepads as you are sure to receive a revelation from God that will be a blessing to you. First Samuel chapter 30 and verse 8. Let's see what the Lord has in store for us today.
1: 1st Samuel, chapter 1, 1st Samuel, chapter 30, with a very special focus on verse 8. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, And David inquired,
0: of the Lord, shall I
1: pursue
0: this raiding party? Will I overtake them? Pursue, he said, you will certainly overtake them and succeed in the rescue. First Samuel chapter 30, verse 8, once again from the New International Version. And David inquired of the Lord. Shall I pursue this raiding party? Will I overtake them? Pursue them, he answered. You will certainly overtake them and succeed in the rescue. Capital A in our outline,
1: Wisdom in a King. Wisdom in a King. Let us pray. Father, in the
0: mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ, we
1: thank you again today for
0: this another beautiful day that you have made. The birds are singing, the sun is shining, the wind is blowing. Father, you have put food on our tables. You have put clothes on our back. You have protected us from dangers seen and unseen. Father, we dare not come into your presence this morning with mouths and hearts filled with anything other than praise. We thank you today, Father, for who you are. We thank you, Father, for what you have done. We trust, Father, that as you have spoken in your word that the end of a thing is better than its beginning, we trust that as your children that our end will be better than our beginning. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you will touch the hearts and minds of your people under the sound of my voice, that you will prepare hearts and minds to receive wisdom from on high. Father, speak a word in our midst today that will be a blessing to your people wherever and whenever they may hear these words of yours. Father, we ask that all that is said and done, in this house today, may your name, which is above all other names, gain all the glory, the honor, and the praise. This is our prayer. We count done in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Capital A, what? Wisdom in a king. We look here at the book of First Samuel, chapter 30, and we see a glimpse into the life of... David, the second king of the nation of Israel, he had to take over for Saul. Saul, the Bible says, was a tall and impressive young man. The Bible says that he was without equal. Physically, he was very impressive. He looked stately and he looked kingly, but he had a very critical flaw and a very critical problem. You say, Apostle, what? was that the flaw that King Saul had was a flaw that many individuals have today. Saul did not want to follow God's instructions. Saul ended up losing his kingship, losing his anointing, losing his mind, because he did not want to follow God's instructions. I don't know where you are under the sound of my voice and and what you are into, but if you don't want to lose it all, I encourage you to get in the habit of following what? God's instructions, David replaced Saul because God said about David that he was a man after God's own heart. Well, what does that mean we We hear that term a man after God's own heart. It meant that David was a man that for the most part followed the instructions and the directions of God. He understood that the way to rise, the way to be promoted, the way to move higher in the things of God was to do exactly what God said. We see here in 1 Samuel chapter 30 that David destroys the Amalekites. You say, Apostle, why is that important? What does that mean to me? Well, Saul was given an opportunity some years earlier to destroy the Amalekites. The prophet went to him and told him what God wanted him to do, to completely destroy the Amalekites. But the Bible says that, 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 that Saul pursued the Amalekites all the way from Havilah to Shur. In other words, he stopped in Shur. He stopped. Killing Amalekites, he stopped pursuing Amalekites, and he started making a decision that Amalekites, some Amalekites, were okay. Some of the Amalekite stuff was okay. In complete rebellion to the expressed command of God, David obeyed that instruction. And as a result, he never failed to have a descendant sit on the throne of Israel. Follow God's instruction. We're talking about wisdom in a king. Wisdom in a king. A king will understand that the following of God's instruction is the most important thing. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7 lets us to know that wisdom is what? Supreme. Wisdom is the principal thing in the King James Version. New International Version, wisdom is supreme. You say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? The best thing you will ever do. The best thing I will ever do is to
1: do exactly what God says. The Bible says in verse 1 that David and his men
0: reached Ziklag on the third day. Now the Amalekites had raided Negev and Ziklag They had attacked Ziklag and burned it and had taken captive the young and all who were in it, both young and old. They killed none of them but carried them off as they went on their way. Now, you need to understand, child of God, that you will have some Ziklag experiences in your life. Just put this down and understand what Ziklag experiences are. Now, David and his men had been raiding Uh, the Negev, okay, and Ziklag, they had attacked Ziklag and burned it, all right? Now, the, the Amalekites had raided the Negev and Ziklag. Now, while David and his men were out carrying out the Lord's business, The enemy, or the Amalekites, had raided the Negev and Ziklag. Now, David had all of his families, the wives, and the children of all the men. Everybody was camped in Ziklag. So while David and his men were out taking care of the Lord's business in other places, the enemy launched an attack at home. Now, I said you're going to have some Ziklag experiences. Ziklag experiences represent experiences that while you are out doing what God has told you to do, the adversary... And his children launch an attack on home, launch an attack on that which is close to you, launch an attack on that which is dear to you. The Bible says they took captive the women and all who were in it, both young and old. They killed none of them, but carried them off as they went on their way. When David and his men came to Ziklag, they found it destroyed by fire. Their wives and their sons and daughters were taken captive. And the Bible says in verse 4 that David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. You say, apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? Some of you all under the sound of my voice are trying to figure out how could your child have died and you've been preaching and teaching just as hard as you possibly can. How could your marriage have ended in divorce and you've been trying to Live for God the best you can. How could you have got laid off on that job, and you've been a faithful Christian? Understand, child of God, that even though we are children of God, God said, Robert, tell my people you are not exempt from the attacks of the adversary. God says, I didn't promise you that you would be exempt from the attacks of the adversary, but God says, let my people know that I have promised that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Somebody ought to praise God in here. No, child of God, I don't know what the attack is. See, some, some, of, them, uh, some of them individuals are telling you that you're not going to be attacked, that the adversary is not going to do this. You know, That's a lie, that's a lie, that's a lie. Children of God, we get attacked. Jesus was attacked. The disciples were attacked. The apostles were attacked. And I'm hearing God speak right now and say that they that shall live godly shall suffer. What? Well, come on, persecution. We're going to be attacked. But I want to encourage you. I don't know where you're at. And I don't know what you're going through. That whatever the attack is that's been launched on you. I'm hearing God speak again. God said, Robert, let my people know that no weapon formed against them. Come on, somebody. What, what shall prosper? Yes, yes, they attacked the Negev. They launched an attack on home. They launched an attack on your body. The enemy launched an attack on your, on your mind. He launched an attack on your marriage. He launched an attack on your family. Your business is in shambles. The church is divided. He, yeah, 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 God says you're going to be attacked, but it's not going to work. I want you to keep in mind. Yeah, 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 some, some witches got some pix- pieces of your hair, and they sprinkle some dust around your front door, and they, but it's not going to work. We're about done today, children of God. We're not going to turn this into an all-day
2: seminar. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, they
0: launched the attack. And see, the Bible says David and his men wept aloud. Some of you all, under the sound of my voice, you have cried enough. You have wept long enough. The Bible says that, that David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. It's, for, God says it's good for some of you all that you ain't got no more strength to weep because God says now it's time for you to check with me. Now it's time for you to to, to start pursuing. Now it's time for you to start reclaiming what the adversary has stolen. The Bible says they wept. The Bible, look, watch this now. Ecclesiastes lets us know that there is a proper what? Time and procedure for every matter, that there's a time for everything under the sun. We understand that it was time to weep, but the Bible says that when it came time for them to have no more strength left to weep, they shifted gears. And they began to inquire of the Lord. Some of you all on the sound of my voice, you've been crying too long for stuff. You've just been crying. You've been crying. It's time, time to check with God, time to find out from God how this, what we need, to, what's the next course of action. Weeping is a course of action, but I'm hearing God again, that though weeping may endure for a night, God says joy comes in the morning. What is it that brings the joy in the morning when we done got finished with that weeping, when we're done with that weeping, and now it's time to do this thing like God has said. They had no strength left to weep. David's two wives had been captured. Ahinoam and of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David was greatly distressed because the men were talking about stoning him. Each man was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. Watch this. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to encourage you, child of God. That there is strength. In the Lord your God. There is strength in the Lord our God. I don't know what the test. I don't know what the trial. I don't know how many of your enemies done come together and talking about, uh, talking about doing you in or doing you some harm. Child of God, there is strength in the Lord our God. If you are faced with it, child of God, you can handle it. Oh, I'm not one into a whole bunch of pity parties for Christians. I don't want to hear it because there is strength in the Lord our God. If you are faced with it, you can handle it. God said, Robert, tell my people I will not allow them to be tempted beyond what they are able to bear. God says, I won't let the trial be too much for you. God says, there's no trial that will ever face you that's bigger than the me in you. What? God says that there's no trial that you will ever be faced with that's bigger than him in us. This is why the Bible tells us that greater is he. Come on, somebody. That is what? In us. than he that is in the world. Your trial is of, is of the world. But the God that is in us is of heaven. We're about done today. We are about done today. Bible says, then David said to Abiathar, the priest, the son of Ahimelech, bring me the ephod. Now the ephod was what the priest would wear ephod was symbolic of we need to find out what God got to say about this matter. We done cried. We done distressed. Men have talked about mutiny and talked about stoning and God's anointed. David said, look, this, this thing here is too big for me to handle in and of myself. And see, this is, what, this is why some of, us, some of us get in trouble in the body of Christ. See, because some of us feel like our trial needs to be handled by us. God said, I didn't tell you that. Mm -mm. God didn't say your trial needs to be handled by you. Our trials need to be handled by the God in us. The us in us, our trials will win every time. But the God in us, our trials will lose every time. David said, bring me the ephod. Bring, bring. Let, me, let, me, let me hear what God got to say about this now. See, there are some sicknesses, God says, that the doctors can't cure. God says, I got to step in. There's some legal matters that God says the lawyers can't fix up. God says, I, I need to step in. There there's some things that, 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 that men, God allow men to do some things, but God says, then there's some things that I do. See, you yeah, understand something. That The only one that can throw anybody into hell, and I think I've shared this with you all a number of times before, is God. If so you ever wonder, how do people get to hell? God throw them there. He's the only one, not the devil, not demons. not God is the only one that can throw people into hell. God is the only one that throws Satan into hell. Revelation chapter 20 and 10, and the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and burning sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet have been thrown, there they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. God says, Jesus told one group, he said, look, fear not him which has the power to kill the body, but after that can do no more. But rather fear the one which after killing the body, fear the one, capitalized one in your Bible, talking about God, fear the one which after killing the body has power to cast both what? Soul and body into hell. That's whom to fear. God is the only one that can save you. God is the only one that can condemn you. So children of God, what's all this word about men for? What's all this word about men? Men do not have a heaven to carry you to. Men do not have a hell to throw you in. It's only God. It's only God. I encourage you under the sound of my voice. Please, God. Please, God. And men won't be able to stop you. Please, God. God says, Robert, let my people know that if I be for you, who God says, who, who who are you worried about? I get so tired of preaching and teaching individuals that are worried about men, worried about witches, worried about the enemy, worried worried about men. God says, if I be for you, who can be? Who exactly is going to stop you from being blessed? God says, when I've decided to bless you. Who exactly is going to stop you from being promoted? God says, when I've decided to promote
1: you. Who exactly can stop me? God says. Even death couldn't even stop
0: our God. Jesus died. He didn't play die. He didn't look like he died. Jesus died. God said, even death can't stop my children. Child of God, I want to encourage you. Even death can't stop us. We will rise again. Come on, let's finish this message up today. David said, bring the Abiathar brought it to him, and David inquired of the Lord. Now, now the Lord is dealing with me. God said, Robert, slow it down a little bit. Slow it down a little bit, and I want you to take a look at something. Because God says, my people then, as well as now, go through a lot of unnecessary changes. Mm, Watch this now, children of God. The Lord is dealing with me on this. God says, my people then, as well as now, go through a lot of unnecessary changes. When they got back to Ziklag and found the place destroyed, found their wives and their little ones carried off, found their goods, they should have inquired of the Lord then. Mm-hmm. You say, Apostle, what does that got to do with me? See, see, some of us is crying first. Some of us is moaning first. Some of us is They're doing all the complaining first, doing all kind of things, when first, what we say the topic of this message is, first, seek counsel of the Lord. Now, David's men and David were weeping till they had no strength left to weep. David's men were in distress. David's men were talking about all of this because they had not sought counsel of the Lord. Once they sought counsel of the Lord, things began to get better. You say, Apostle, what's that mean to me now? You, you, you're saying something to me. I'm saying to you that until you seek counsel of the Lord, things will get worse. Whatever your situation is, before, in, your, in your individual life, until you seek counsel of the Lord, things going to get worse for you. Until in your marriage, you seek counsel of the Lord. Until in your family, you seek counsel of the Lord. Until in your church, you first seek counsel, things going to get worse, 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 worse. When David and his men, so when David sought counsel of the Lord and found out how God wanted this thing to be done, how God wanted this thing to be fixed, things immediately began to get better. So it was in the life of this great patriarch, and so it will be in your life and mine as well. Unnecessary changes. Unnecessary. Someone bust God said something. God said my people go, a lot of my people going through unnecessary changes, Robert. Unnecessary distress. There's God ordained distress, but then there's unnecessary stress. There's God-ordained challenges, then there's unnecessary challenges. God says, I'm trying to eliminate the unnecessary stress in your life, the unnecessary challenge. God says, if you'll inquire of me, if you'll seek first me, God says, I can eliminate a whole lot of that unnecessary
1: stuff in your life. David said, bring me the ephod. Abiathar brought it to him, and David inquired
0: of the Lord, shall I pursue this raiding party? Will I overtake it? Pursue them, God said. You will certainly overtake them and succeed in the rescue. Now look at that. After all this crime, after all this boo-hooing, after all, and God said, look, all you got to do is chase them, you're going to get your stuff back. <laughs> we preached a sermon here some time ago, complex problems.
1: What? Simple solutions. Simple solutions. The complex problem was all our wives, our little ones, our stuff,
0: our camp has been destroyed and scattered and broken up. God said, pursue them. You're going to
1: get everything back. God said, pursue them. You're going to get all this stuff back. Simple. There is no problem in your life,
0: in your marriage, in your family, in your church, in your country, in humanity, that God's word cannot fix. We're about done. Problem is a lot of, of folks don't want to hear what god got to say, so that's why you keep running into keep, keep right on with problems. You, don't want to, you either don't want to seek counsel of the Lord in the first place, or you don't want to do what God has told you to do. And that's, that God said, that's, that's the root of all men and women's problems, God says, Robert. There's a root. They don't want to check with me. So if you look at this situation here. Suppose David had not inquired of the Lord. Me might have got himself stoned because the men were talking of stoning him. People might still be crying about their wife being took. People still might be crying about their, 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 their tent being pushed down. People still might have been crying. But because David, we're talking about wisdom in the king, because David understood that God's got an answer for my problem. Child of God, I don't I don't know who the God has sent me here to preach to today. God's got an answer for your problem. Don't don't keep right on with that problem. Let's just keep right on finding out from God the answer to our problem. Oh, Pastor, I got a problem. I got a problem. I got a problem. God got an answer. I had, got a call today, a friend of mine from Atlanta. Now he told me about four years ago. He said, Pastor, I'm gonna start tithing to. Through your ministry. I'm going to start that. I, ain't, I have yet to see a tide come in. Call me today. He had a problem with his vehicle. Needed $92. I said, Go to your pastor. I said, Go to where you're sowing. Go to where you're sowing. Not that I ain't got it to send, but I got to teach you a lesson. I said, Let I one, one, one of the saints that's, that's contributing here and, and, and faithful call me with, with, a, with a need like that, right there. We'll take care of it. But I got to teach you a lesson, son. See? You ain't sold. Like you're supposed to, so you can't reap like you're supposed to. Not him. God said, "Go
1: to your pastor. Go, go to your pastor." Now, if you can't get
0: from your pastor in your time of need, a couple of things need to be examined. Number one, you need to be examining how, how what kind of sowing are you doing, or number two, what exactly has that pastor got going? That you can't, if you are someone like you're supposed to, that you can't reap in your time of need. I don't want to go. I don't want to go too deep. You know, you remember we had one of, the, one of the, the deacons. Well, I don't want to go too too deep into anything, but just keep in mind, children of God, inquire of the Lord. Inquire of the Lord. There's no problem that we have that God can't fix it. But we've got to listen. We've got to inquire, and we've got to do what, what, what the Lord then told us. It wasn't enough for David to just inquire of the Lord and to find out that if he pursue, he will overtake him. David had to get on some horses. David and his men had to get on some horses. They had to to brandish some swords. They had to get some scouting parties. They They had to do what they had heard that God wanted done to get the victory. So it is with you and I. You got to do what God wants you to do to get the victory. You can't just hear about it. We can't just talk
1: about it. We can't just discuss it you got to do it. My brother would have had a whole, a whole different response from me this morning if he had done what he said he was going to do about four years ago. had a
0: whole different response. Ah, apostle, you know, I have some problems with my vehicle. I need uh, where do I send the money? Son? That's all I would have needed to know. But you didn't do what you said you was going to do. You didn't do what you told me the Lord had put in your heart. If David don't pursue this, Raiding party, then he don't get his stuff back. It's simple as that. God said, God, God said, look, I'm giving you an action command: pursue them. Well, if you don't pursue them, then you don't get them. Come on now. God gave my friend an action command tied to the Christian center. That was an action command. Well, he didn't do that. Well, then now you can't, you can't sow, you can't reap, you can't reap here. Yeah. He told me, he said, you know, Apostle, I'm going to call my father. I was like, good, that's, that's good to do.
1: That's very good. That's very good. Call somebody else because I know what you told me
0: years ago. We got to do this thing. Now, we're still talking about wisdom in a king. Wisdom is not just knowing what God wants, not just hearing what God wants. Wisdom is doing what God wants. What? Not just hearing it, not just understanding it. Not just remembering it. You've got to do it. You've got to do. If you want the blessings of God, you've got to do. And see, when you do what God has said do can't nobody stop you from being blessed by God? Nobody want to hear that stuff. Oh, they stopped me from being blessed. How exactly are they going to stop me from being blessed? Who is they? When God says, I open doors for you that no man can close, how is they going to stop me from being blessed? Me being blessed and you being blessed, child of God, is between you and God. If you do what God has told you to do, you're going to get what God has told you you will get. All right. Come on. we got to close this now. Some of you out there, you want, to, you want to make excuses and blame it on this one, blame it on that. I can't blame,
1: I can't blame my lack of blessing on nobody but me. David, look what David, David
0: said. Shall I pursue this raiding party? Will I overtake pursue them, he answered. And I'm hearing God right now. Listen at the instruction that God gave David. David said, shall I? Because the men were talking about stoning him. David realized that he might have to go with this thing alone. God didn't say if y'all pursue them. God didn't say if y'all get the, the, the majority of consensus. And all the men, David, God told David that if you pursue them, I'm here to let you to know, child of God, that if you will do what God says, you will be blessed. You don't need no whole thousand people. You don't need no whole big amen corner. You don't need no, listen to what David said, shall I. David said, I'm not asking about the men right now, because I understand they're in a little funky state. I'm not asking about the survivors. I'm not asking about what shall I. Mm-hmm. They, God said, pursue them. You will certainly overtake them and succeed in rescue.
1: You. Didn't say nothing about the men. Didn't say nothing about the rest of the soldiers. Didn't say nothing about the army. You. Pursue them, he said. You
0: will certainly overtake them. I don't know who has launched an attack on you, child of God, what, what uh, forces of darkness, but I do know this, that if you will do what God has said, you will overtake them.
1: You. You.
0: One of us will chase a thousand. Two of us will put 10,000 flight. Obedience to God. Listen, child of God. Listen, be careful. We may close this message. Obedience to God will guarantee your victory
1: in this life and in the life to come. Obedience to Christ will guarantee
0: your victory what is obedience to Christ? What is obedience to God? Wisdom. It's wisdom. That's what wisdom is. Doing what God has said. Well, like my bishop used to tell me, that's the message. That's the message. Father, in the glorious name of Jesus Christ, again, we thank you today for this daily bread. Thank you, Father, for waking us up. We thank you, Father, for allowing us safe passage up and down uh, dangerous highways. We thank you, Father for provisions, for protection, for healing. We thank you, Father, for so many things that we cannot name. You protected us from dangers seen and unseen. You blessed us in seen realms and in unseen realms. We give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. We pray, Father, for every one under the sound of my voice that you continue to watch over each of us, lead and guide us in your paths of righteousness for your name's sake. Forgive us, Father, of our sins, our iniquities, our trespasses. We have not yet obtained all of this yet. but Father, we are pressing on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of us. We give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. This is our prayer. We consider it done in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Three questions, children of God. What does Ziklag experiences represent? What
1: does Ziklag
0: experiences represent?
1: Question two. What could inquiring of the Lord
0: eliminated? What could have inquiring of the Lord earlier, let's say? What could have inquiring of the Lord earlier have
1: eliminated? And question number three. What's the significance of God telling David, you
0: will certainly overtake them. You will certainly
1: overtake. What's the significance of that? Amen and amen. you can reach us through email
2: at the Check out our website at www.church.com Backslash remember backslash, backslash t Feel free to join us on Talkshoe, Spreecast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 a.m. 7 p.m. daily. On Talkshoe, call 724 444 7444 That's right, 17959. On type in Robert Bryant on YouTube and the Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryant on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our Toshu
1: homepage. God bless you have been small name Amen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
2: It's my little
0: escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
0: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>